0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Supply Chain Squares, brought to you by Stay Lane Podcast and Triple T Transport. Welcome back, everyone, to Supply Chain Squares. Today, we're celebrating spring break. It's going to be a big week. Yay! <laughs> Our squares need no introduction, but we're going to go through it anyway. Matt Maley, Triple T Transport, Senior Logistics Coordinator. To his right, Pat Musser, Director of Transportation, Warehouse, Food and Beverage, H.P. Hood. To her right, Slate Camp with Amanda. Hi, Slate. Hi, Amanda. Hi, guys. I don't know that that looks like Spring Break in your background. It, it looks somewhat similar to Sandpoint, Idaho. <laughs> You're right. At least it has yeah. sand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Has sand in the name, yes. We have David Goodson. David Goodson is with Class 8 Solutions. David, thanks for being here again. Thank you. Where are you going for spring break, David? Las Vegas. Las Vegas, all right. Joe Lombardo, middle left. Joe, looking good. You ready for the beach? <laughs> you're all loaded up. Iggy Avenue ready. and Associates. Nestle, Nabisco, and it just keeps going. Joe? Thank you for being here. Middle Square, Thomas Kern. Thomas Kern is an attorney partner at Walter Haverfield. He handles transportation law amongst other business law. To his right, Glenn Kepke. Glenn's role is general manager of network collaboration at Four Kites. Thank you for being here, Glenn. Howdy. You look like you're ready for spring break. Oh, I'm ready to party. There you go. Bottom left, Jim Huber, VP at Century Resources. A lot of years. Jim, uh, I'm going to say that uh, you're going Southern style today. Yep, we're going Redneck River Area today. All right. Runs out, guns out. (laughs) Terrific. Thanks for being here. Bottom center, (laughs) Debbie Lombardo. Debbie? Yes. Always doing it up proper, aren't you? Terrier Foods, Debbie's been with us many times. To Debbie's right, Caitlin Steger. Caitlin is Capital Project Financial Analyst at SK Foods. Thanks for being here, Caitlin. Where are you celebrating spring break, Caitlin? Spain. Spain. If only I could afford to go. <laughs> Very good. Today's contestants will be Justin Alsop, two years Triple T Transport. Matt Roth, how many years now, Matt? Ten years. Ten years, there's a decade. You won the coin toss backstage, Mr. Roth. What square are you going to? Pat, top middle. Hmm. Here. Hmm. Pat Musser, what US city is considered the birthplace of spring break? You've got four choices here. Again, we're looking for the birthplace of spring break. Fort Lauderdale? Miami, Florida, Daytona Beach, Florida, or Fort Myers, Florida? Toledo. (laughs) (laughs) Fort Lauderdale. Hmm. Disagree. You disagree, Mr. Roth? Yes, sir. Disagree. Circle gets the square. It is correct. Fort Lauderdale. Very good, Pat. I told you all been near and done that. I mean yeah. I, I, I should have I listened to that. I knew it. I knew it. Justin, it's your turn to pick a square. Um uh, I'm gonna start with Jim. Jim Ever? Yes, sir. Redneck Red No, the other Jim on the board. <laughs> what is the first location outside of the state of Florida to draw large crowds of students for spring break, Jim? Atlanta, Georgia? South Padre Island, Texas, Las Vegas, Nevada, or Palm Springs, California? South Padre, for sure. I'm going to have to agree with them. I got a lot of friends who went there. I think that's the right answer. Circle gets the square. Very good, Jim. Hey, I know how to party. <laughs> I, trust them, okay. I mean, how can you argue with that? No, definitely not. Matt Roth, you're down early, two to nothing. That's all right. Where are you going, Mr. Roth? Let's go with uh, Glenn. Glenn Kepke. All right, Glenn. This is three choices on this one. What was Fort Lauderdale's nickname in the 1980s? Fort Partydale, Fort Vomitdale, or Fort Liquordale? Well... I got to say that's an easy one. That's Fort Lipperdale all day long. And I was just there, just got back. (laughs) We're gonna go with... That is correct. Very good, X gets the square. All right, very good. I went to Fort Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. Same thing in (laughs) Jim. Uh, that would explain the tan, Joe. <laughs> All right, Justin, your turn to pick a square. I uh, I'm going to go bottom right with Caitlin. Going to Caitlin. This is an edgy question. Caitlin, what percentage of spring breakers do not practice safe sex? Whoa. Multiple choice. or 25%? What percentage do not? (laughs) What was that, Slade? Hold my beer. (laughs) I would guess 52, because the other ones all landed kind of in either a five or a zero. Yeah. So 52 seems a little more authentic yeah no it's like it's a little more specific people are a little more educated now maybe (laughs) talking about uh, (laughs) let's go with 52% I think she's right on the money I gotta agree with that one X gets the square the answer is actually a staggering 75% Oh. oh my god that's hard to believe. percent Drunk college kids. And me. <laughs> I think we have some survey errors here where people are just saying what they think their parents want to hear. <laughs> I don't think any parents want to hear it 75% not practice. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's why they didn't make any money being a condom salesman and <laughs> <wanted> to- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Stay In Your Lane. Today's episode, we're talking about the future of cold storage. To understand the future, we definitely have to understand where we are and how we got there. Flash freezing is, is you know, a thing in the past. Uh, what we're seeing now, we're seeing full pallet uh, quick freeze, not flash freeze, but quick freeze, where they can basically freeze a pallet uh, sometimes three times faster than passive freezing. Uh, near-shoring or uh of the infractional product, So that's being brought uh, closer. I know. Just in general warehousing, I think Mexico at the end of '22 uh, had a 1.4% vacancy rate in their warehouse sector. Let's see. It's tied up two to two. Where are we going next? Hey, Joe. Matt, you're going to Joe Lombardo. Joe Lombardo. Joe. Here's a great question. How old is too old for spring break? Multiple choice. A, 25. B, 21. C, 21. Or D, 35. Uh, I'll go with 25. I'll have to agree. You're going to agree. Anybody else have anything to say on that one? You're never too old for spring break. Never <laughs> too old. Agree. All right, 25, and you're agreeing with him, huh, Matt? Agree. Circle gets the square. Oh.
1: 21 oh. is
0: actually what they say is, the, is too old after 21. Wow. What else is words. You don't want to be the old guy at the club. <laughs> That's explaining the 75% right there. <laughs> Justin, where are we going next? I'm going to have to uh, go with Thomas Kern. Right, snap on the middle. TK. Thomas, are you ready? Yep. Being a trust fund baby that you were, did you go on spring break? <laughs> yep. Where did you go? Panama <laughs> City. All right. Every time. Every time. No, 75% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) 75% of the time. (laughs) So, here's your question. In what year did Florida change the legal drinking age to 21? It's multiple choice. 1955, 1965, 1975 or 1985, which year did they make the legal drinking age in Florida, 21? Uh, 1975. That was before my time, so I'm gonna have to go with the wisdom here. I'm gonna agree with them. And X gets the square, actually 1985. (laughs) 1985, so up until 85, you could be 18. They did that here in 86 because they changed drinking age the year before. So, yeah. So Jim, did it catch you? Did it make you have to wait three more years? No, I had a (laughs) fake ID. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Roth, where are you going? I gotta go. I gotta do my only, for my only shot at winning Slade, Amanda, and David. Slade, Amanda, and David. Ooh. Okay, we'll pay attention now. Which ancient civilization celebrated a tradition similar to spring break? The Romans, the Greeks, the Aztecs, or D all of the above? No, the the Romans had lots of weird holidays that went on for a couple of weeks. Because of the Aztecs, you can eliminate the all of the above. Okay. I would go Roman. I'm. Huh? I'm thinking Greek now. <laughs> well, all remember the movie Summer Lovers or whatever it was like forever ago. They were going to Greece. Was park. it black and white? No. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking ancient Greece here, guys, you know. Oh. What's your You're final
1: called.
0: answer? You're go Roman. He, he sounds did. pretty confident. I'm going to agree with it. Circle gets the square. Aww. D, all of the above. Oh. D, all of the, the above. Gary, the Aztecs had something? It's weird. Mm-hmm. Those Aztecs threw ya. Justin, where? what square are you going to pick for this one? I'm going to go for the uh, the double win here and go with uh, Matt Maley in top corner. All right, this is for all the marbles. All right, MC, Matt. What movie ushered in the modern day spring break? Multiple choice. A, Revenge of the Nerds 2. B, Where the Boys Are. C, Spring Breakdown. Or D, 21 Jump Street. It wasn't that one. It was 22 Jump Street. I'm going to go with the uh, Tri-Lamb, Lambda 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 fraternity, and say Revenge of the Nerds 2. I know he does have a vast knowledge of many movies, so I think i to have to agree with him on this one. And X gets the block. It's actually Where the Boys Are from 1960. Joe, can you, can you confirm or deny that? And that funicello, I had the hots for her. (laughs) (laughs) X gets the square. Mr. Roth, you win. Nice job. Good Good baby. (laughs) Spring Break 10, 2023. How about that? Thank you all for participating and watching Supply Chain Squares. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode. If you would like to participate in the next Supply Chain Squares or Stay In Your Lane podcast, contact us at stayinyourlanettt at gmail.com.